Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. I'm Jeff Johnson. Today we're going to be talking about high-performance compute clusters, or HPCC as we call it. While not too long ago an HPCC was a thousand-node supercomputer, now we're seeing supercomputing getting down to smaller applications. This is the first in a series of podcasts that we're going to be doing that will outline the issues with high-performance compute clusters and what Dell's doing about it to simplify their deployment and management. With me today is Tim Carroll, Senior Manager, High Performance Computing for Dell. Welcome, Tim. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Let's start with a really broad question. Define for me what a high-performance compute cluster is. High-performance computing, as it's described today, really gets its roots from what people traditionally knew as supercomputers. So they were the very largest of computers that were very proprietary, designed to solve singular, very large-scale problems. And what's happened is that that technology has evolved over the last 20 years, like most technology, and has made its way into other markets and now into other segments uh, and has taken on a couple of different variations as it's matured. So how does Dell define HPCC? Dell, specifically, in most of the methods that we communicate to the marketplace, you'll see us describe it as HPCC, or high-performance compute clusters, because all of the high-performance computing that we deliver to the market is done via clusters of our industry standard servers, as opposed to some other vendors and some other technologies which may use very large proprietary systems. Ours are open standards-based commodity industry standard systems. So you were talking about uh, big implementations and that it can be in smaller implementations now. I have to believe that the needs of a big cluster are different than the needs of a small cluster. Is that right? Absolutely. And that's been one of the driving forces in Dell's strategies we've approached the market. Over time, as this technology has been more approachable by people at lower ends of the, of the organizations, what it's done is it's created a whole other industry of people being able to develop their own applications and own codes on smaller systems. But the reverse impact of that is that the very largest systems have very large, complex problems that need to be solved that the folks with entry-level systems just don't face. But they do have problems of their own in terms of the complexity of the machines, not necessarily having an internal support person to help them through problems. So there's a completely different set of issues that we face with those entry-level customers, but they are just as important as the larger customers that people traditionally think of. Well, then let's let's separate bigger clusters from smaller clusters. You know, you talk about issues. What are the issues? Well, just to be to define terms first off, generally in the very large systems, we would define that as being many thousands of nodes or many, many thousands of cores as these nodes have now started to adopt multi-core processors. Mm-hmm. So in the industry vernacular, you'll hear people talk about either multi-core machines or multi-node. But for the purposes of this, when you think about many thousands of nodes, the complexity arises from the fact that you now have to connect all of those with a network which means that you don't just have switches connecting those nodes. You now have switches that have to connect switches as these make their way back up the tree. And any time that you introduce levels of switching, you introduce complexity. You also have storage problems that are introduced because you now have many thousands of nodes that are trying to access the same sets of data simultaneously, which brings about compatibility issues and access issues as well as throughput issues that aren't traditionally faced in an enterprise environment, which is why people call it high-performance computing. So in the smaller organizations, don't they have the same problems? 
The problems are similar, but on a much, much, much smaller scale. Generally, they're using the same codes that are used on a larger machine. The machines that they use need to mirror the larger machines in the baseline architecture so that those codes can eventually be used on the bigger machines. But if you only have, say, 64 nodes, that fits all within one switch. So we don't have any networking complexity. It also fits generally within a storage subsystem that's capable of handling it with just some form of direct attached storage. So that when we talk about the reduced complexity of these smaller systems, it's because with a smaller number of compute nodes, the access issues to the other peripherals are a lot easier to deal with. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, networking options then. What are the issues with networking? You, you touched on them a little bit, but what kinds of technology needs to be applied in order to make this easier? What has essentially happened in the marketplace is that we have used a variant of Ethernet called Gigabit Ethernet, and on the horizon will be 10 Gigabit Ethernet. There's also a networking technology called InfiniBand, which is a lower latency, higher bandwidth technology that uh, is specialized but is required in the instances that we're talking about. So one of the things that's critical to understand about Dell's approach to high-performance computing is that we're not going to develop all of these technologies in-house. There are other technology providers and partners with whom we work on the network side. We have Cisco, QLogic, other vendors that have focused on this area primarily for the better part of their existence. And so what they do is we work very closely with them to figure out what is the best-of-breed solution that we can then pull in under our support umbrella so that to the customer, they're getting the best of both worlds with a seamless support overview. Define for me what best-of-breed means and follow that up with why is this partnership better than some other computer company that's developing their own stuff? One of the things about high-performance computing is that though we're talking about simplifying high-performance computing, make no mistake, there is still a large amount of complexity that goes into it. So when you're talking about solving very large-scale problems in what is still a highly specialized industry, there are a series of things that you need to pay attention to as it relates to not only the hardware and how fast you can make it go, but if you've got multiple components to the configuration, you have to make sure that all of those work together at the same time. Especially in high-performance computing, it's safe to assume that that system is going to be used flat out as much as possible. So the high-performance computing systems are going to be tested to their extreme virtually every, every day they're in use from the first day they go into production. We tend to see any issue that may occur in an enterprise system is absolutely going to occur in a high-performance system. And that's why it's so critical that the vendors with whom we work are specialized in that arena, but that they also understand how to work with us in order to develop a total solution. So does the best of breed mean that it's picked by Dell or is it picked by the marketplace? Dell listens to their customers and they listen to the marketplace. What invariably happens is, is that we've got a pretty good idea who that's going to be, and we'll generally work with a, a series of vendors in the lab and uh, oftentimes work collaboratively with their customers. The nice thing about high-performance computing is, is that there's no shortage of early adopters out there who are willing to partner with a company like Dell in order to discover what are going to be not only the newest technologies, but get earliest access to those early technologies, which is one of the reasons that people come to Dell is to get access to that to make sure that they're always on the cutting edge from a performance perspective. All right, let's shift our conversation to storage. I know that most enterprises are dealing with a crazy increase in storage and in the complexity of storage in and of itself. How is that magnified in a HPCC, and how is it simplified by what Dell's doing? Storage is probably 
the most complex of all of the areas that we cover in high-performance computing right now. What has happened is, is the compute side of this has been fairly easy to grow. We can continue to apply more processors to a problem. And generally, the network companies are able to keep up both with the number of ports that the switches have and the bandwidth and the speed with which we can get the data from point A to point B. Well, can't you also just attach more storage devices on the back end? We would love it were it that simple. The challenge really is that uh, we can continue to throw more disks at a problem, but the challenge is from a software perspective, how is it that you're able to address very large pieces of data that need to be sent to many, many compute nodes at the same time? That's not a problem that the enterprise has traditionally needed to solve. They usually are solving one problem at a time in a very serial fashion. One of the issues with high-performance computing is, is that that storage problem that we're solving is very specific to our arena so that we don't necessarily get the value of all of the other work that's being done in enterprise arenas, and the responsibility is really ours to try and determine what those solutions are going to be. The reality of it is in the marketplace right now is that there is no good single solution for every customer. Every one of these decisions that we need to make from a storage perspective with our customer has to be collaborative because we need to understand what's going on in their environment in order to be able to make the best recommendation. Are you seeing some standards evolving into the architecture of HPCC? Absolutely, and that's what is going to differentiate Dell moving forward into the marketplace at both the high end of the market that we discussed, but more importantly, into the entry-level market. So what's absolutely critical for people to understand is that though supercomputing has been around for 20 years, these commodity clusters in production environments have really only been in existence for four or five years or so, which if you think of the life cycle of web servers, database servers, file and print, we are on about the same maturation cycle as the rest of those are. And when those products really take off into the enterprise and into mainstream IT computing is after the, the period with which the early adopters have finished with them and now the, the marketplace has started to come together to develop some standards to say there's got to be a better way that we can do this in order to move the whole industry forward. And so what's happening is, is that there are standards being developed both around the storage platforms, the InfiniBand stack that we use, the operating system, the way that we manage, and we're achieving critical mass right now in terms of each one of those standards standards bodies getting closer and closer to a standard that we can all agree on. And what's best for the market is that when all those come together at the same time, we will eventually get to a point where deploying an HPC cluster is not much more complicated than deploying a web server or a file server or a database server today. If I was a medium-sized business and I was thinking of doing an HPCC, why wouldn't I just wait until the standards had normalized a little bit? What's driving so many customers on the entry side of the market to begin to adopt the high-performance clusters is the fact that there is no way around how much money is saved by doing research on the compute side rather than research, as it's called, on the bench, meaning that I've got to go test the thickness of a piece of plastic in the bottle that I'm making to determine how much weight I can put on top of that bottle before it explodes and spills detergent everywhere. And as materials cost and labor costs continue to go up in the life sciences field, in the mechanical engineering, in industrial engineering, all of these folks, now that these tools are attainable for them at a, at a more appropriate price point for the size of their company, they're bringing them in and starting to develop in-house tools because the savings are easy enough to justify the expense of the system. The payback is there over a very short amount of time. It sounds like deploying one of these is difficult. 
deploying that whole productivity stack. What needs to happen to make that simple or more simple? It'll still be complex. And is there anything that Dell is doing to make that deployment more simplified? In high-performance computing, because it's such a technical field, there's a temptation to give a technical answer to every question, when the reality of it is is that most of the customers who we're talking to are not HPC experts, and they want to know exactly what you're asking, which is to say, how can I get this into my environment and get it up and running quickly so that I'm doing what I need it to do rather than fiddling around with building a cluster? There's an important fact note. Dell ships a high-performance compute cluster every single day. There are not many people who know that in the marketplace, but every day we have a cluster that goes out the door to another customer. And what's so remarkable about that is that within the high-performance compute community, generally, if those clusters were not doing what the customers needed them to do, we would hear about it. But the fact of the matter is, is that with the software tools that we've bundled, the cluster shows up at the customer when it's supposed to be there. It works when it gets there. The software is installed. And if at some point in the future they do need us to help them resolve a problem, the problem gets resolved. In terms of where we're heading in high-performance computing, our goal should be to simplify the hardware aspect of what the customer is doing to allow them to focus on that which they're supposed to be doing. And that's done with a relatively simple set of deployment tools that we use that we make available to any customer who wants them. This has been a great overview, and I'm wondering if you can give us some idea of uh, what you want people to remember from this podcast. The most important thing that we want customers to understand is that Dell is absolutely serious about high-performance computing and will continue to be a driving force in this marketplace. And I think there are two areas we are going to lead the way in terms of market leadership and evolution of the high-performance computing marketplace itself. One is that we are going to continue to simplify the process for deploying, managing, and maintaining high-performance compute clusters. And that will apply to the person buying their first eight-node cluster up through the person who's deploying a 4,000-node cluster for the purposes of running very large-scale simulations. The inherent business model of Dell in an open standards environment means that we can scale up and we can scale down. But the only way that we're going to be able to do that, especially scaling down to the entry-level user, is if we continue to simplify the tools that are used to deploy these and insist that the vendors with whom we work and our partners are also adhering to those same standards so that we can deliver to the marketplace standards-based solutions that our customers can then take and grow with. On the flip side of that, we also have to acknowledge that there's going to be an insatiable demand for compute cycles in high-performance computing. It's the nature of the beast. So you will continue to see Dell's product line evolve in order to meet those needs. In that circumstance, one product or one size does not fit all. That's where our breadth of products is very helpful to the customer. The traditional PowerEdge product that's been the mainstay of the Dell server product line will continue to be the perfect solution for people in an entry-level capacity who don't have driving power or efficiency requirements. But as we start to move up into more sophisticated implementations, the M-Series Blade product is probably the most ideally suited HPC product that Dell has ever shipped. The networking capabilities that it has built in for ease of cabling, as well as the power efficiency and the raw compute density that can be attained, all at a price point that leaves the price performance aspect of that system ideally suited for HPC, are going to satisfy the majority of the HPC market. But we also have a business unit called the Data Center Solutions Group, and they have been formed in order to satisfy the needs of the very highest level customers, the folks who are delivering three, four, five thousand node systems, or who we say require ultra density. 
And for them, we're able to build custom-configured solutions down to the motherboard level in order to satisfy those requirements. And so looking forward, nobody is better positioned than Dell to be able to approach the entire market from an HPC perspective. This has been a great overview. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. And make sure that you check back at dell.com slash podcast to hear the remainder of the series. We'll be talking about challenges with file systems, interconnect strategies, innovative power and cooling solutions, and emerging software tools for high-performance compute clusters. So join us again next time for another edition of Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. Dell.